Okay, welcome back everybody to the Whipley Public Library podcast, Joy Reach to Discovery. Um, on a sad slash happy note, this is going to be Shelby's last podcast, but only because she's still at the library. She's in a different department, but she's still going to be um, listening to us pretty regularly yes. and sending us all of her recommendations. So yes. we love you, Shelby. I'm so sad. I'm genuinely <laughs> so sad right now because it's been from like the inception to yeah. now. We've slowly gotten smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. Yeah, so now it's just me and Kylie, but we'll probably be adding a person um, to the group. So hopefully we'll have somebody new to introduce to you in the new year. Um, but let's get us started. So we kind of wanted to talk um, about our favorite reads from this year. So as 2022 comes to a close, we thought it was time to look back on all of the amazing books that we read, um, from new releases to old favorites, hidden gems that we just recently came across. It is always fun to take a look back over what you've read for the year. Um, so some people use online trackers to track their reading. Some people use journals. Some people don't track their reading at all. Um, but if you are a reading tracker, let us know what your favorite read from 2022 was. Um, and if anybody uses our Biblio Commons um, program on our website, you can track all of your reading that way as well. You can make your own recommendations list too. We, yeah. we make them from the library and you could make your own too to yeah. show your recommendations. It's fantastic. And as usual, those lists will be available to you. Um, once this is out, I will put everything together. Um, so today's episode is going to be uh, go more into book recommendations, highlighting some of our favorite reads from uh, Whippy Public Library staff, as well as other lists that we found online. So um, our staff picks for 2022. This is a bit of a sneak peek at some of our staff favorites. So keep an eye on our website because we will have a full list coming. Um, and I'll try not to go too quickly. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to off, list off um, titles and authors, but don't worry, everything will be on our Biblio Commons list. So if you can't catch it, um, it'll be there for you. Don't worry. Um, so the first one that staff recommended was Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zvin. Um, the Lincoln Highway by Amor Towles. Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. Dowry of Blood by S.T. Gibson. Notes on an Execution by Danya Kafta, The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy by Megan Bannon, The Fifth Season by N.K. Jennison, The Simple Wilds by K.A. Tucker, and Dead Silence by S.A. Barnes. I personally you read Dead Silence. We, I was just trying to bully Kylie and Shelby in reading it. <laughs> Three of our department have already read it. It's a fantastic book. Plug that one for sure. <laughs> also, um, The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy is one that I read, and it is like, it's a Western like dystopian fantasy. Okay. <laughs> like, but this one, it's kind of like zombies and like, I can't remember what the the official name for like the essential zombie police is, but there's like- <laughs> Zombie police? Basically. Amazing. The, the zombie police, they gotta keep the zombies from getting to the people. Of course. Um, from like an alternate realm. It's really, it was a very, um, like original concept. So, Listen, so you had me at zombie cowboys. Uh, so yeah, I have not put my recommendations on there and I have not read any of those, unfortunately. Um, I can't speak from a good perspective. That's okay, Shelby, because guess what? We're going to have our own chance to, to tell the listeners our personal recommendations for this year. Well, before we get there, we might as well uh, send you right over to the most wonderful place in the entire website. Uh, that is 
created by staff, uh, <laughs> for staff and everyone else. Um, so that is the WPL suggests list. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, we have a reader's advisory um, committee and team. Three <laughs> is essentially um, when you come into the library and you ask us to give you a recommendation for a book or, um, you know, you, you, you're looking for something to read, but you're not sure what, and you come to ask us, we are trained <laughs> on how to find you exactly what you're looking for. That's a really fancy way of telling yeah. people what to read. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're having a hard time at home finding what to read, um, this is a great place to start. And if you have our app downloaded with the library, for those of you who don't know, it was recently updated. It is beautiful. You can scroll down on the home screen and you will see our wonderful WPL Suggest list, which is created by the wonderful uh, people who work with us at this library, um, especially Aaron and Kylie, we, as well as like everybody else here. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Kylie and I are on the Reader's Advisory yes, Committee. Yeah, so we make yes. these lists and a couple of these are actually lists that you and I made. So mm -hmm. go us. Yeah, you guys are amazing and have always been the people who recommend me the best books. And uh, <laughs> so I will always listen to these two phenomenal people. So just getting into it. Uh, these are our most popular WPL lists. Thank you. Mm -hmm. This year, right? Here. Yes. Perfect. So, yes, most yeah. clicked links. Most clicked yeah. links. Yes. So staff picks 2021, um, gardening, WPL fiction book club list, which is for all of the fiction book clubs that we have mm -hmm. here. So that's me library. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. And then we have story time favorites. Uh, for those of you who have young ones at home and would like to find some amazing books to read or the ones you've heard at our uh, story times, he, she's, gays, and days, which our wonderful Erin created. I did do that you. list. Yeah. <laughs> um, Emancipation Month, Sunny Stories, Beach Reads, and Saving Seeds. Mm -hmm. um, and then for those of you who are wondering, our most popular podcast episode and lists were episode 19, Graphic Novels, and episode one, Best Books of 2020, which I think <laughs> is our best episode of Ever. all time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. which I mean, makes sense. And it was a really good one. It was a good one. Said. And for any of you, because we are sprouting a whole bunch of info at you, I will be linking every list and every podcast episode and everything that we mentioned mm -hmm. in the Biblio list that I will be making for this podcast episode. Yep. So. Put your pens down. Don't <laughs> need to worry about it. Lay back, listen to us chat for a little bit. And I've got you covered. Check the list that <laughs> yeah. our lovely Erin does for us. We'll help you out at the end. <laughs> Yay. Um, so moving on a little bit from lists and recommendations from our library, um, when doing a little bit of research for top books of this year, I found a list made by Indigo. Um, so, you know, Canadian bookseller, thought we'd highlight some of those too. Um, so these were their top books, top 10 from 2022. So we have Our Missing Hearts by Celeste Ng, uh, Namawayat, We Are All One by Chief Robert Joseph, Fable by R.F. King, uh, Looking for Jane by Heather Marshall, Book Lovers by Emily Henry, Yep. <laughs> Scars and Stars by Jesse Thistle, The Marriage Portrait by Maggie O'Farrell, We Spread by Ian Reed, Freezing Order by Bill Browder, and Things We Do in the Dark by Jennifer Hillier. So those ones, um, you know, just came out of some research, but another good top 10 list, and I know we've read a few of those ones, yep. so... Emily Henry, I'm looking at you. Emily Henry. For <laughs> <laughs> Emily Henry, and will always. Yeah. And um, we wanted to kind of jump in a little bit and talk about <coughs> our personal favorites of this year. So 
Who wants to start, Erin? Want to start us off? Sure, I will start you off. Um, I I have a I have a problem in that I cannot choose a favorite. <laughs> um, I had three, <laughs> but one was already mentioned. That's Dead Silence by S. A. Barnes. So my other two um, were really good books, and they are vastly different mm -hmm. in terms of genre, which I think is very cool. So one of the best books I read this year um, is called Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think of like a quick way to explain it to you. So essentially it follows um, two characters, Kenna, and I'm so sorry, I forget the male MC's name, but um, she has just gotten out of prison. She was in a car accident um, with her boyfriend at the time. Um, she pled guilty because she was the one driving and served prison time for it, but found out um, when she was on trial that she was pregnant. Um, so her ex's parents, who's Scotty, they have custody of her daughter. And so she goes back to the hometown because she's trying to get her life together so she can get custody of her daughter back. Um, and she goes into this bar because she really doesn't know what to do. And she kind of strikes up this friendship with the bartender, not realizing that it was Scotty's best friend that she never got a chance to meet. So that was a beautiful, um, it is a romance, beautiful story, heartbreaking. I cried, I laughed. It was absolutely stunning. I loved that book. Um, and my other favorite was called If We Were Villains mm. by, I believe, M.L. Leo. I did not expect to love this book as much as I did, but my gosh, was it amazing. It follows seven thespians that go to a very elite um, art school, I guess. So it's not just an acting school. There's also like music and dance and everything else in between. Um, but it's incredibly elite. And like, if you don't get um, certain, if you don't meet certain qualifications per year, like you get kicked out. So it's seven kids that are, well, they're not kids. They're in their last year. Um, they're the last ones left of the class um, because everybody, you know, if they don't meet certain qualifications, yes. it's very intense, very prestigious. Um, and there, you know, there's very interesting relationship dynamics between the seven of them. One of them ends up dead. And this story, <laughs> I shocking. Wow. Right <laughs> it's not a spoiler alert, don't worry. And one of them is telling the story because he's just been released from prison. Ooh. But you don't know why he went to prison, whether it was related to the death of another student or what's happened. Um, you're just sort of taken along the ride writing this down <laughs> it was a tad pretentious I won't yeah. lie and I wanted to like minus a star for pretension but it was just so good that it was still a five-star read for me it was absolutely incredible yeah um you can listen to it it is on Hoopla right now uh, such a very interesting story beautifully mm -hmm. told one of my favorites this year and it it surprised me it's reminding me of the rest of us just go here a little bit mm. like the at least the beginning yeah. like vibe of like one of the chosen ones like is like killed off yeah. like very early you're kind of getting oh enough. and what i didn't mention is they only ever do shakespeare only ever do shakespeare I only ever do shakespeare mm -hmm. so like they they perform you know a scene from macbeth at halloween and Ooh. like all of this kind of stuff right so anyway it's it was it was phenomenal it was beautifully written um very artistic prose i was blindsided by how yeah. much i loved the story uh, very dark academia vibes. So. Mm, like a good ac dark academia. It was mm. it was so good. Yeah. I definitely checked it out and never read it. So. <laughs> yeah, it took me, it, the book came out quite a while. I think it came out in like 2017 or 2018. Mm. It has been out for a while. Mm -hmm. It took me a while to pick it up. But my gosh, was it worth it? 10 out of 10, man. 
<laughs> I will definitely re-add it to my list. Do it. Yeah. Yes. And then you can come talk to me about it because, oh my gosh. <laughs> I will go into mine. And I have a uh, very similar to you guys. I really hard to kind of pick specific ones. Yeah. It's like you have to go into every genre almost. Mm -hmm. um, so mine are going to be a little bit different because I spent a good chunk of my year this year in the reference department. <laughs> so if you're not a nonfiction. <laughs> yes. If you're looking for nonfiction picks, um, I have a couple for you. So um, my first one, so I'm going to do, I think, three in total. So my first one is Finding the Mother Tree, uh, Discovering the Wisdom of the Forest, which is by Suzanne Simard. Um, she is a professor of forestry in BC, um, and it's looking at um, trees and their connection to mycenae or mushrooms in their root systems um, and how the forest is essentially a living community. Um, it goes deeper than that. She is uh, was born and raised in Canada. I believe she is French first. Um, so there's a wonderful audiobook that she does narrate, um, but it kind of goes between her life and her discoveries along the way um, and her time in science, uh, being a woman in science as well and STEM or STEAM um, at, at that time as well, because this is during like, this is from when she was in university to today. So yeah. a long time is spent kind of understanding this. Um, the other one that I want to talk about that is nonfiction um, is immensely, it was a short read, um, but really helped me kind of get more in depth about understanding myself and my family and lots of other things. So um, this one is Adult Survivors of Toxic Family Members, uh, Tools for Maintaining Boundaries, Deal with Criticism, and Heal from Shame After Ties Have Been Cut uh, by Sherry Campbell. Um, this um, was really just eye-opening to kind of see the different kinds of boundaries that can be set within yeah. your family and the misconceptions that some of us kind of have, especially when we see other people with families and our families aren't very similar and you kind of start to feel alone. So this is a really great workbook that kind of gave you multiple different perspectives that really spoke to me. Um, and then if you want something that's fun, that did make me heavily cry <laughs> out of joy. Oh, I was going to say fun, but crying. Uh, out of joy, out of joy. And I felt immensely seen and connected highly with this book. And I was so, so, so surprised is The Deal by L. Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Another amazing Canadian author who, uh, is, I think she went to York University. Um, but L. I'm, Kennedy is Canadian? She is. Yes, yeah, she Canadian. is. Canadian. Oh, I love so, her um off campus series. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that's what this is the the first yeah. one of that. And at first I opened it up and I was like, is this a high school musical parody? Is this Garrett and Hannah? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Graham? Garrett. 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 Yeah. Garrett. Yeah. 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 Garrett I love Hannah. them so much. I the the their their culmination when they finally do come together finally was the most vulnerable I have yeah. ever felt being reading a book but also the most vulnerable reading a male and female character. It was amazing from just start to finish. Like it really was. It dealt with some really tough topics that I just assumed was going to be swept under the rug. It was not. And all of her books do that. Yes. Like the vulnerability with both of their MCs, which is main characters, I think is really nice to see in a romance novel. Yes, a hundred percent. And like being able to give each other that space to be vulnerable with one another yeah. and understand that it is a big undertaking to do, you know, have it, a relationship with another person. Like you really have to pair back on that. And I was genuinely surprised by everybody in that book. Yeah. And I will scream it from the rooftops, go home, read it. Every single one of them was phenomenal. Kylie, what did you read? Okay, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> this one is just, it was, the okay. So it's called 
The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches. Ooh, I want to read this one so fast. By Sandra Mandana. It is like, if a hug was a book, <laughs> um, it is the sweetest, um, coziest book. So it's um, a witch named Mika. She makes like TikToks or like YouTube videos. I don't at Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> she I'm not a witch. I wish I was. I'm a local okay. resident witch for sure. Well, so she she makes these because like she wants to have like a witchy community, but like the other witches who that she knows, like they're not supposed to hang out because too much magic in one place is bad. Well, so she ends up getting contacted by this man who has these three little girls who he kind of, he's not their guardian, but he's kind of watching them for their guardian. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit confusing. Um, but these three little girls, they're all witches. And he's like, I don't know what to do with them. I can't teach them magic, but you're a witch. And she's like, I'm not a witch. What? And he's like, you're a witch. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so she ends up like going and like living in this little like house with all these little witch children and um, this old man who watches them and his husband, who's the gardener and the housekeeper. Oh. And also there's a librarian because <gasps> they they have an academic library. Of course they do. I want that job. So she of course falls in love with the librarian. And it's just, it, there's a little bit of romance. It's a found family. It's the sweetest the, the paper wrestling in here shall be immediately regular. <laughs> It's it's just the sweetest book. And like there is some like you know, there's a bit of drama, a little yeah. bit of angst, a little bit of a mystery. Ooh, it's nice. got a little bit of everything. It was just wonderful. It was recommended to me by our um, our boss. And I immediately, as soon as she was like, Yeah, witches and like little found family, I was like, Yes, sold. Fantastic. 100 percent That's that's for me. So yeah, very good. Highly recommend if you're looking for something cozy. Um, yeah, and I guess we'll move on to our patron picks. So yeah. we had, um, at the library in October, we had a patron picks program where people could give us recommendations. And also from these, we have a few recommendations that were emailed to us by some of our podcast listeners. So we're just going to list off a few um, that were recommended to us from our patrons and listeners. Yeah, so Octavia recommended Five Little Indians by Michelle Good to us, which I've heard fantastic things about mm -hmm. So. Uh, Nisa recommended The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides and The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which I know Erin adored. I love Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I know I did read uh, and take home one of our copies of The Silent Patient, and it starts off very good. I didn't get very far, but that's <laughs> not the book's fault. That's mine. <laughs> um, Mackenzie recommended Hidden Pictures by Jason Reculak. Dawn recommended What Blooms from Dust by James Market. And Chris recommended Born a Crime by Trevor Noah, specifically the audiobook. And Does Trevor Noah narrate it? I'm going to assume so. Oh, I love Trevor Noah. He's so funny. And you know what? Nonfiction, especially comedians, oh, yeah. I will yeah. say when they narrate their own books, it Fantastic. really takes it to another level. Mm -hmm. Well, on his book specifically, because he's kind of dealing with multi-languages and cultures, yep. like, it's almost like he needs to be the one to read it. Yeah, so right? you definitely get more of like a really, like the integrity is there, right? Yes. Um, and our last recommendation comes from Kate, who you might remember from the podcast. She is now... Um, She's, she's, now moved, a patron. she's moved away from yes. her school, so she's now a patron. So she's now a patron, but she's still in the group chat. Don't worry, we she still is. love Kate. 
she recommended Kiss Her Once For Me by Alison Cochran. That one's also on my host list. Yes. Same. <laughs> okay, so we've got some new books coming in December. First one we're going to mention is called A Million to One by Adiba Jagadar. Titanic meets Ocean's 8 in a heist aboard the infamous ship, a thief, an artist, an acrobat, and an actress, while Josepha, Emily, Hannah, and Violet seemingly don't have anything in common. They're united in one goal, stealing the Rubiat a jewel-encrusted book aboard the RMS Titanic that just might be the golden ticket to solving their problems. But careless mistakes, old grudges, and new romance threaten to jeopardize everything they work for and put them in incredible danger when tragedy strikes. While the odds of pulling off the heist are slim, the odds of survival are even slimmer. That sounds amazing. I've heard incredible things about that one from advanced readers. Adding that to my list. Yes. Okay, and next up we have A History of Fear by Luke Dumas. Uh, Grayson Hale, the most infamous murderer in Scotland, is better known by a different name, The Devil's Advocate. Uh, to instant notoriety uh, when he confessed the slaughter of his classmate, Liam Stewart, claiming the devil made him do it. When Hale is found hanged in his prison cell, officers uncover a handwritten manuscript uh, that promises to answer the question that's haunted the nation for years. Had he been telling the truth all along? Stop, that sounds so good. That, that, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, sounds again like an actual true crime case. Which... Yeah, for a second I was like, is this true crime or is this fiction? Yeah. It's, it's fiction. fiction. It's yeah. fiction. Yeah. Took a turn. All I saw was infamous murder in Scotland. I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, whoa. Wow. That seems intense. Yeah. Um, on a much different note, um, <laughs> the, the final book we have coming out in December that we're going to mention is A Dash of Salt and Pepper by Kasoko Jackson. Uh, so Xavier just got dumped, was passed over for a prestigious fellowship, and to top it all off, he's right back home in Harper's Cove, Maine. The last thing he wants to do is work as a, as a prep chef in a kitchen of a hip new restaurant in town, especially since the hot single father chef who owns it can't delegate to save his life. Logan doesn't understand Xavier or why every word out of his mouth is dipped in sarcasm, but unfortunately he has no choice but to hire him. It might be a recipe for disaster, but Logan doesn't have many options. Stuck between a stove and a hot place, Logan <laughs> and Xavier discover an unexpected connection. When the heat between them threatens to top the Scoville scale, they'll have to decide if they can make their relationship work or if life has seasoned them too differently. Stop, that's so I cute. love romance. I, oh, puns. I puns love it. The... The synopsis of this was really what got me. Yeah. Like the food puns are too much and I love them and I can't wait to read this. It'll be in every aspect of that book. I know. All right. Well, we uh, threw a lot of book recommendations at you today. <laughs> we hope you enjoy if you decide to read one or two or all. Um, we hope you enjoy them. Um, as always, if you have a favorite book from 2022 or just a recommendation for us to mention, feel free to send us an email um our email address is in the show notes you can also find us just at podcast at wikilibrary.ca um we're also on social media instagram facebook twitter tiktok yep we're all over um, i we also have our all of our wpl list linked in our tiktok uh, yes bio, so. yeah very handy thank you very handy <laughs> We're making it very easy for you. Yeah, we're doing our best. Just and um, check out our program calendar on our website for all of our upcoming book clubs, author visits. And uh, just a reminder, we've got our 2S LGBTQ plus online book club. Um, that is fantastic. We also have regular adult book clubs at all locations, both fiction and nonfiction. And we will be starting one um, on Saturdays, which will feature both fictional and nonfictional books. Awesome. 
Thanks for listening. Perfect. We will see you uh, in the new year.